0: Hi there, and welcome to Artful Loving. In this episode, I want to give you my tips for how to win at Tinder, and of course, any other dating app that we want to use out there in the wild and wonderful world of dating. Uh, If this is relevant for you, stick around. Hopefully you'll learn a few tips. Welcome to Artful Loving, where together we master the world of love, sex and relationships. Brought to you by me, Nick Tovey. Hi, I'm Nick Tovey, relationships and intimacy counsellor and coach, and thank you for being here with me on Artful Loving. If you're new to the channel, go ahead, do the clicky thing, subscribe, and if you want to be a deeper part of a community that's engaged in this conversation, go ahead and go and support me in Patreon. And if you're interested in learning a little bit more about me and my own work, you can go and visit me at nicktovey.com. So for today's episode, I wanna talk about winning at Tinder, this game that we all know and love, or probably hate also. the dating world, the online dating world. If you're single, looking for relationship, looking for casual interactions, you probably have used Tinder. If you haven't, where have you been? Um, And of course, Tinder's not the only app that we can use. There are plenty that have their own way of doing basically the same thing. But for this conversation, I wanna just focus on Tinder because it is probably the most popular one. Uh, It definitely has its pros and its cons, as they all do, but I want to give you a few ideas of how you can just win at the dating game. We've all probably got our own love-hate relationship with online dating, and of course most of us have had some fairly average experiences when it comes to dating online. But I think what's important, regardless of what app we're using, is to see that the app is just a tool so it's useful as long as we use it in a way which is useful and that works for our particular purposes we don't want to go around hammering nails with a spoon it just doesn't work so we want to use the right tool for the right purposes in the right way so there's a probably a few Ways we can learn to use it that are just going to work for us a little bit better. So hopefully I'll give you some ideas of how to use it well. I've, of course, had my own experiences on Tinder, on Hinge, on a very, on a few different dating apps along uh, over the years. Um, but I, I've seen a lot of things and I've recognized a few uh, ways in which people just don't use these things very well. The way I like to think about Tinder is like a all-you-can-eat buffet. Imagine yourself walking down an all-you-can-eat buffet and there's this table full of thousands and thousands of little plates with food on it. As you're walking past, some of them look attractive, look appealing. Some of the plates have got, you know, they're a bit stale and crusty. Some of the plates... Uh, covered in aluminium foil so you can't even see what's on the on the plate so we're walking down this this all-you-can-eat buffet in a bit of a hurry you know our time is is precious so we're in a bit of a hurry so what are the plates that are going to attract you the plates that are that are appealing and then so we may you know we may take a second look at a particular plate we look a little closer then we may go towards that plate Maybe we have a sniff. Maybe we take one little sample of that uh, food, whatever it is, on the plate. Um, and then we'll take another little sample of something else. But my point is that, is that it's, it's those first impressions. And of course, when we're on Tinder, we're swiping, 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 swiping. And so what are those first impressions that are going to draw us in and get us to engage with that profile, with that person, a little more than the millisecond that we spend on a swipe? Yeah, we need to have something that draws us in. So this takes me to the four tips, the four tips I'm going to give you, the four P's. So the first P, the first tip is purpose. Why are you here in the first place? What is it that you're using tinder for? Of course, like I said before, it's a tool. It's a tool and that we can use those particular tools for particular purposes. You know, you think of, go back to the hammer analogy, you can use a hammer for knocking in nails, you can also use it for pulling out nails, certain hammers anyway. So there are are multiple functions and and uses for particular tools. So it's important that you, as a a user of this tool, get really clear on what is your purpose. Are you looking for a long term relationship? Are you looking for a, a, a one night hookup experience? Are you looking to meet friends and hang out? (laughs) are you looking to to get instagram likes yeah whatever it is be clear on what your purpose is and use it honestly be honest about what your purpose is bring that into the way you're putting yourself out there into the world the second tip tip number two is photos my goodness if i've could count the... If I got paid for the amount of photos that I see on Tinder that are like, oh, disgusting. <laughs> why Why do people put really bad quality photos up on their Tinder profile? Why do people put photos uh, of them and a bunch of friends so you don't even know which one they are? There's a lot of really bad photos up on people's Tinder profiles. So spend a bit of... Uh, intention and attention and energy into putting good quality photos of you that tell a story about who you are but that firstly that first image that somebody sees that is the the catcher yeah that is the one that glimpses an analogy i like to use is thinking of your tinder profile as a resume if you're going for a job and this job you're, the, uh, you, yeah, you're going for a job and you want that employer to pick up your resume and examine it and, of course, hire you for the job, then you want to make that resume appealing to look at initially. Because if you're an employer and you've got a thousand resumes on your desk for one placement, they, you've got to filter through those thousand resumes some way. So the first filtering process is visual. It's like, what are the resumes that are presented well? What are the resumes that, that strike, that, that stand out amongst the others? And what are the resumes where somebody's just taken no uh, thought, no consciousness, no creativity into creating uh, a pleasing, well formatted, well set out resume? It's super, super important. And it's, you know, this is basic stuff we're talking about here. This isn't rocket science. So make that first image a really good quality image of you. Preferably professionally shot or shot by somebody who knows how to take a good photo on a good camera. Please not a mirror selfie. Oh, my God, they're disgusting. Why are we taking selfies of ourselves in the mirror and thinking that people are going to be attracted to that in whatever way? It's ridiculous. People, guys, please think about it. Think about it. Present yourself professionally, present yourself in a way which is appealing, which is honest, yeah? And I'm not saying don't put some makeup on, don't dress up, of course. Present yourself in a way which is well presented. Don't be, you know, underneath a bottle of champagne or with a big fish in your hand. (laughs) Whatever it is, oh my god, it's, it's crazy the amount of shit that's out there. Anyway. Present yourself in a really nice, appealing way. Somebody... You, you, you want this person, the person who's going to see this image, don't you want them to, to be interested in you, to be attracted to you? So why would you put some shit up there, yeah? It's, it just doesn't make sense. So, a good quality, pro- professionally shot image, particularly for that first image. The other images, again, good quality images, but have something with your friends, have something with you engaging in an activity that you like to do, you know, and again with this, if you have been rock climbing once in your life, but it's not something you do, don't put that. Image up on your Tinder profile. This is about you selling uh, yourself in some ways, but make it a a realistic and honest uh, portrayal of who you are and what you like doing. This you're telling a story in this profile, a story of you. If you're not into fishing, don't put yourself up fishing. If you're if you're not into exercising, don't look like you always in your active wear, running up and down the beach, yeah? This is, (laughs) if it's just not true, don't put it up there. And of course, and we've all had this experience where somebody's put an image up on their profile of them 10 years ago when and and 20 kilos lighter, or whatever it is, yeah? So, again, it's just an unhonest portrayal of who you are. Straight away, if I meet somebody and they're, Physical appearance is not how they've portrayed themselves in their image. It tells me a lot about that person's self-esteem. It tells me a lot about that person's trustability. And basically, I'm walking away. I'm not going to be engaging in that per- uh, with that person. They may be lovely, but I've learned quite a bit about who they are and how they present themselves in relationship just by those couple of uh, mistakes that they've made. Okay, photos. Put that away. Tip number three, profile. (laughs) Profile. Write a profile. Please, people, please. You've got, you know, when we're talking about Tinder, you've got a very small window where you can tell a little bit more of a story about yourself. Why people don't write anything, to me, that just yells laziness and... Either they're not great at speaking about themselves, so lack a bit of confidence, or they're too egotistical to imagine that their words are going to be any, are going to add anything to the images. You know, they're presenting themselves just visually. And so it, it, it tells me that they think a lot about the way they look and that that's important enough. So, you know, again, it depends on who you're looking for, what kind of relationship, what kind of experience you're looking for. But so this takes us back to purpose. What are you looking for? If you're just after a hookup um, with somebody who can't think and put together a profile, then great, go for it. (laughs) So in your profile, what do you want to put there? You want to, again, this is a resume. Imagine we're... Working with a resume here. You want to present yourself a little bit of a story about who you are and why this person might want to engage with you. I can't remember the amount of times I've read profiles that are really passive aggressive, yeah, and or outright aggressive. Uh, I see a lot of people putting Clearly, they've been hurt. Clearly, they've had negative experiences on, on Tinder uh, or, da- or date or online dating. And they're. it's like, don't be this. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't, don't, don't. It's like, why would I want to engage with you in any sort of relationship? You just sound like a horrible, per- aggressive, passive aggressive person. It's it, that's not a good selling point. It's really not a good selling point. You want to. Uh, speak about who you are, what you're about, what you're interested in, and of course, what is your purpose for being here? Why are you on Tinder? Do you want a hookup? Do you want uh, casual sex? Do you want to meet friends? Do you want a long-term partner that you want to settle down with and have kids with? Yeah. If that's in your, you know, your, that's your greater vision. You're on here to write, wanting to meet somebody. Um, and have a, a really, a, a, you know, a beautiful long-term committed relationship, which may have family in division mention that they're things that you want. And without expecting that this first date that you're going to be seeing somebody on is, is the answer to that, you know. Of course, uh, if you're wanting to, if you think that you need to tone down your profile so you don't put people off, then maybe we're trying to attract the wrong kind of person. You've, there are plenty of people out there, male and female, that are looking for long-term relationship and, and commitment and family. And if that's who you're trying to attract, tell them. Of course, you're going you're gonna to reduce the size of the pool in which you're fishing, but the reality is the quality of fish that you're going to catch are going to be better quality and and more along your particular taste. So take some thought around how you want to write your profile. What are you here for? What are you looking for? What what are you all about? What are your values? This is, like I said, a very small and limited amount of space where you can just tell a little bit more of a story about you. Make it engaging, make it, make it informative, and of course, make it a bit fun, uh, but also honest, Yeah. And then we need to talk about personal responsibility. What I mean by that is, you're on Tinder, you're playing a game, you're wanting to create dating experiences. Don't be a dick, yeah? And and of course, this is, I'm probably talking to the men here more than anyone else. Um, there are plenty of creeps out there, and plenty of people that use these dating apps in order to perpetrate uh, and predate sexuality onto people that aren't consenting in it. You know, just be a decent person, be a decent human being. Don't be don't be creeping on people, and don't be send in unsolicited dick pics don't be uh yeah gosh just just be decent be a nice person and of course that i'm not it's not just the blokes that aren't nice people yeah there's plenty of females out there that can do similar things and this is about recognizing that we're all humans in this game we're all people trying to trying to navigate this weird space that we're in, of online dating. It is scary and vulnerable and there's a lot at stake and there's just a lot of shit out there that we need to filter through. So if you're honestly trying to create uh, relationships here, then just don't be a dick, yeah? Be a nice person. Be understanding that this person, there's a human being on the other side of this phone who's also looking for relationship just as much as you are. What else I wanna talk about with personal responsibility is be soliciting a, a good amount of self-control. We all know how addictive our phones can be. We all know how addictive it can be when we are looking for uh, someone on Tinder and pop up pops a notification. <gasps> you know, our heart goes out. We get this rush uh, of, of, of all these beautiful brain chemicals that go off somebody's messaged me somebody's uh, liked me someone's uh, matched with me you know they they that emotional physiological response is palpable so we need to we need to set some constraints around how we interact with our dating apps so what i think is really good rule of thumb is turn off your notifications and only go on to your app at certain periods throughout the day. If you're constantly on there, you're not you're not being present to life. You're not uh, engaging in the things that you should be engaging in. And of course, the more you're on it, the more addicted you become, so the more dependent on those positive interactions you are, uh, so when those the, when the negative interactions do go or you know a no comes you know of course rejection is going to happen people are going to say no uh then it's going to happen you need to be able to manage your emotional state in those situations and and if we're always on the phone if we're always checking and we're, we're just getting the notification after notification then it's it's really difficult to to maintain a good centered uh, emotional posture from that place so have some rules of engagement around it and stick to them how are you going to interact with your app when at what times are you going to interact with your app and for how long yeah it's it, and of course we've all you know made the mistake of having a few lonely drinks at night and swiping not a good idea <laughs> really not a good idea One thing that I am very clear on, particularly when it comes to dating, and I I say this to my clients um, that I work with that are single and looking for for relationships, is alcohol and dating just don't mix very very well. You're not meeting a person in their authenticity, in the truth of who they are. You're meeting somebody, and of course they're meeting you if you've had alcohol, in a way which is altered, in a way which the the inhibitions have been loosened, and you're probably end up gonna end up saying yes to things that you're gonna to regret tomorrow. Yeah? Um, and and letting things go and letting things slide that you're just not not a full yes to. So it's really important that we can maintain our faculties and, and be clear and, and centered in ourselves so we know what we're okay with and what we're not okay with. We're not great at doing that when we've been drinking. So then this takes me on to, what do we do when we go out for that first date? <sighs> this, is a, this is a big one. My rule of thumb for a first date is coffee. If, and nothing else, you know? Uh, I, I tend to avoid alcohol, particularly on that first date. Uh, I'm going to meet somebody for a coffee. If I meet someone for a coffee, what have we got? We've got half an hour to an hour of where I get to... You know, I'm sitting down with that plate of food for a moment from the buffet and getting to taste it. What if I sit down with that plate of food and it tastes like shit? Uh, I don't want to eat it anymore. But if I locked myself into an experience that could take three or four hours... Uh, I've had stories come to me from clients where they've they've gone out on a on a you know 10k hike for the first date. You're locked with that person for that whole 10Ks. What if they're unpleasant? What if you just just don't enjoy their company? What if they're boring? What if they're you know just dangerous and and creepy and unpleasant? Um you're locked in. It's very hard to get out of that. So we need to give ourselves an exit. Coffee can turn into lunch, can turn into afternoon tea, can turn into a whole day if we want it to. And it can be just coffee. We can have that coffee. We can hang about for an hour and say, hey, thanks for meeting. I think I'm done here. Um, all the best on your dating journey. Bye-bye. Or, hey, I've really enjoyed your company. What are you doing next week? What are you doing tomorrow? Or do you, would you like to have some lunch? So we've got options available to us. Really important that we've got an easy out in those first dating experiences. We don't know this person. We don't know if we're going to like them. Yes, we've had some really good uh, filtering places, uh, filtering experiences to get to this place where we are sitting with them. Um, and that's really useful. But we really don't know a person until we meet them. And then we still have to meet them uh, much, much more until we really get to know that person. So anyway, I will leave you with that. I think these are really, really useful tips to to implement into your online dating experience. If it has been useful, leave your comments and your questions below. I'd really love to to hear how this has landed for you. What have been your shitty experiences when it comes to Tinder and online dating? What experiences have really worked for you? I'd really love for, for you to engage in the conversation with me. Okay. It's been really lovely. I hope this has been useful. Again, subscribe, click the notification bell, pop over to Patreon if you want to engage in the community a little more. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. You take care. Keep loving.